Welcome back to another episode of the Oat Podcast. I'm your host, Abby. And today we have a big TikTok star with us, <laughs> Ezekiel. But I need to know, do you go by Ezekiel or Easy? Because your usernames, like I've seen both. Like I'm like, what is it? <laughs> so uh, over the last week, um, I've actually did a little rebranding with usernames. Okay. Um, and I, I officially it is I like to be called by Ezekiel. Okay. Um, but for those that can't pronounce Ezekiel <laughs> properly, uh, they can just refer to me as Easy. Um, but yeah, the rebranding over the last week is the Ezekiel Ryan. Okay, so. I love it. Just like the O podcast. <laughs> yep, yep, exactly. So when I like, so we've had to kind of reschedule this a couple of times. Yep. And so, like, you know, I was doing my due diligence. I was, like, looking up, like, all the things. You've increased your followers on TikTok by, like, over 10K. Yeah, I uh, I, I know back in roughly September, I was sitting around, uh, like, 72,000. Um, and just... You're over 90. Of, yeah, I just went over 91,000 yeah. over the last week. Um, it's a grind. <laughs> um, it is, it's a grind. I remember when I was sitting at 10,000, I was like, holy shit. How long 000. ago was that? Uh, 10,000 would have been in August of 2020. Oh, damn. So yeah, it's, I mean, I don't have a niche. So for me, I'm a personality on the internet. Right. And to be a personality on the internet, it's not as easy as, you know, oh, I have a cooking channel and mm -hmm. I can just, you know, create content and and people are in that community are going to follow me. My community is so spread out. I mean, I have people from different countries now following mm -hmm. me and it's literally just me being a content personality or an internet yeah like people just like like following you for you yeah and right i mean that's that's essentially you do a lot of workout stuff though like i motiv well, kind of motivational a little bit i try to stay away from the motivational <laughs> shit because to me it's like motivational shit is cliche i'm not a cliche person um, but like when you're at the gym like showing off your your muscles yeah like that's motivation in itself right <sighs> i mean I guess I guess you're right. Uh, <laughs> to me, it's like if you if you're motivated by years of hard work, like that's what it is at the end of the day. But yeah. I mean, I don't I don't like to like corner myself in as like a fitness influencer or yeah. anything like that. No, I, I wouldn't exactly say that. But like you are at the gym a lot. Yeah, like, it's my lifestyle. Yeah, you live there. I, it's my it's my <laughs> sanctuary. <laughs> so for me, it's it's like that's where I go to be at one with Jesus. So <laughs> and. I, you posted a picture on Instagram or like a, like, a, was it 10 years ago or something? Oh, my 11 year like, transformation. Like, like throwback Thursday pig. Mm. And I was like, oh, holy shit. I didn't even recognize you. I like had to comment on it. <laughs> that uh that kid is who i see every time i look in the mirror really every time i i look in the mirror and that's the kid i see or i see myself when i got out of the military and i was uh i was getting a lot of uh cortisol shots and i had gained a lot of weight mm. i was like 235 pounds Damn. and 
235 pounds with no beard and a and you know a short haircut <laughs> you don't look like who you want to look like no and i see those two people every time i look in the mirror so, so you have body dysmorphia just like everyone extreme else extreme case of body dysmorphia Bam. uh like i only feel good when i have a great pump at the gym and i can see all the definition in my body like in the actual moment or like day of uh in the actual moment like if it and but what i've noticed here lately too with a lot of my fitness content is i i'll go back and i'll look at shit like two weeks later I'd be like, fuck, dude, you're jacked. <laughs> like, you, you're you're fucking jacked, man. Like you are. <laughs> yeah. I I know it's I try to be humble about it. Like I do know yeah. I do know who I am yeah. and what I look like. But it day in, day out, when you look at yourself in the mirror every day, it's it's hard to not see the person that you're trying to I don't want to say run away from, but yeah. you know, the person that you're trying not to be anymore. Yeah. No, I feel, I mean, I feel like kind of in the opposite way, like very relatable to that. Cause like I used to always be like a very, very skinny person. I could eat like shit. And now that I'm older, like I'm having all these hormone problems, you know, I turned 30 and it's like, congratulations. I, <laughs> thanks. I work out, I eat healthy now. And like, whereas before I was like skinny as can be and would eat like shit. And yeah. so it's like difficult. Cause like, now I'm like have to be like confident in this body yeah. when like so many years of my life was spent like being like super, super skinny. See, I, I've heard that story. So because I mean, I'm 27. Yeah. So uh, I have a lot of friends who are in their early 20s. I have a lot of friends that are in their, you know, early to mid 30s. Yeah. And I, I hear that from male and female perspective a lot on, you know, like they you know a lot of people a lot of people think you know you can throw tito's back and eat taco bell and there's no consequences yeah. but then you know like you said 30 comes around it's like fuck yeah. like i i might have fucked up mm -hmm. and you know but to me it's like it's never too late to to turn that that dial like i i think i think now more than ever like the fitness community is really growing and 100%. my my big thing with what I uh, what I like to do within that community is not necessarily be a fitness influencer, but be a person that you know puts good energy in the world. Mm -hmm. Like I show who I was and where I've come from. Right. And by doing that, I feel like it shows people like, oh, well, fuck, like if if he was, you know, pretty big at one point in time or super skinny at one point in time, mm -hmm. like. I can fucking change my body. And, right. you know, a lot of people. But you're, you're very, sorry not to interrupt you, but no. you're very honest about how it's like this wasn't an overnight thing. Yep. It's taken you a really long time to, like, get here. Yep. And that's that's what I was going to say, too, was that, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people tend to think that, like, fitness is, you know, like, they see someone that gets ready for a movie, right? And, mm -hmm. like, that person works out for six months and. You know, a lot of Hollywood, a lot of people are taking fucking steroids anyway. So yeah. um, like there's like new medication, like diabetes medication that just like makes them like drop weight like that. Allegedly. I see, I don't know anything about that specifically, but like a lot of a lot of, you know, big time like actors and things like that. A lot of that shit's fake. Like that one, they have a lot of time on their hands to work out. Or they have surgeries. Or they have surgeries. <laughs> and it's like, you know, a lot of people get caught up in that fake facade of, you know, Hollywood and, and you know, TV and, mm -hmm. and like enter the entertainment culture. Um, and they think. Well, that constantly comparing yourself. That's our biggest problem. Uh -huh. world, is that people are always seeing 
people that they idolize and they're like, well, Jennifer Aniston, just for an example, I, I don't really, I don't know shit about Jennifer <laughs> Aniston. Is that your girl? <laughs> no, uh, definitely not my go-to celebrity. Uh, but, you know, like somebody, they just see someone that they idolize and they're like, well, they did it so fast. Like maybe I can do it fast. And yeah. it's like fitness and health, like this shit takes years. Like mm -hmm. in May of 2020, I had a major tendon repair to my right ankle. Mm -hmm. And I remember getting the cast off of my ankle and looking at my leg and just being like, why the fuck does my foot look like a little chicken's foot? Like it, my seriously, my leg was so small and it, it just felt like I was never going to get back up to, mm -hmm. you know, up to being myself again. Just the other day I, I was squatting 335. Damn. So it's like, I feel like guys like their muscles cause you have testosterone in your mm -hmm. bodies. Like they snap back. Like you could like take time off from the gym and like it just like has like muscle memory whereas like i feel like it's harder with women because we're more like estrogen dominant um i i won't disagree i know i know women they they struggle a lot because i mean the woman's body is you know that it retains body fat a lot easier and yeah. it's a lot harder to work off granted a lot of that is diet based yeah a lot of i mean body fat will come off based off of a good diet um, a lot of people tend to forget the hormones like, are like honestly super impactful oh, I'm, te I, I'm telling you like i some some people might look at me and think like this girl doesn't work out and like eats like unhealthy mm -hmm. not the case i do mm -hmm. drink that's like the one thing that i know that i need to probably cut back on yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah. But, but, like, hey, alcohol but i work out and eat healthy and like i feel like sometimes when i'm working out more i gain weight it's yeah. it's a problem so let me ask this do you because I'm, I'm looking at the peloton right now yeah um do you do any strength training like yeah. legit uh -huh. strength training on the other side of this there's yeah. weights well, i not I mean, not strength, to, not strength to your level <laughs> like i listen i have it like i have in my life but no not at this point so when, when <laughs> i when i think strength training i'm talking like progressive overload where you're like actually like moving your body weight oh no okay no <laughs> that is anybody that sees this i'm telling you right now that or hears this that is that is the way to go uh, okay. if you are trying to alter your body image strength training maybe we'll have to go to the gym sometime you might die <laughs> but uh you i i get a lot of people i i'm at this point now where it's like i don't and it's not that I don't like to take beginners, but I take a beginner with me. I'll I wouldn't say I'm a beginner though. I I've gone and like squatted and mm -hmm. stuff before. Oh, uh, I'm I'm not not like one time. I mean, like there's been a time <laughs> in my life where I've been that person. Yeah. Well, I'm not calling you a beginner, so to say, <laughs> but like just in a general sense, like I get a lot of like my buddies who, okay. you know, they're in their mid twenties now, and oh, they're yeah. like, oh fuck, like I'm getting fat and out of shape and going bald. Mm -hmm. Like no woman's gonna want to talk to me here soon. And they're like, oh, man, can I come work out with you? Yeah. I'm like, no. <laughs> and it's not because I it's not because I don't want to help these people. It's just that I the way I work out, I will take a newbie to the gym and I will break them the fuck off. Yeah. And they'll be so sore for the next three days that they'll skip the gym for the next mm -hmm. week. And what justice that what did I just do for you? If right. I just brought you into a workout that's challenging and hard and you know you you couldn't handle it and now you're sitting out for a week because you're sore and you're not i'm not doing i've always heard justice. that if you're sore the best thing to do is just keep working out Fuck yeah so go back
I mean, I, I try to do that. So even, even listen, this is my thing is like the first week for anybody who's getting into fitness, the first week fucking sucks. Mm hmm. Even if I go on vacation for two weeks, that first week back, yeah, yeah. Granted, I'm at a level now where I'll try to work out on vacation yeah. because I'm just fucking crazy about this shit now. <laughs> um, but it's like that that week when you come back from vacation or something, it it whoops your ass. Yeah, like even for somebody who works out all well, the time, because like you're not eating like as healthy yeah. either, because like you're going out to eat a bunch. Yeah, and... your body, your body's dealing with like inflammation and mm -hmm. shit like that, and you know it 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 just takes a lot out of you. So. Yeah, yeah, but. No, I'm a, definitely a big fitness guy, and you know, for me, it's like it's it's just part of my life, and yeah. I'm I'm all about spreading spreading good energy in the fitness world, and without being a fitness influencer, <laughs> I have no interest in actually being like I would love for like a gym shark to you know, hey, come wear our clothes or you know something like that, or just to be in like such be sponsored, great, yeah. But like, yeah, to me, it's like my fucking my life isn't gonna revolve around. Oh, you can only eat fucking chicken, rice, and broccoli. And well, I think, like, there's, like, kind of a misconception. Like, what works for you might not work for me versus the next person. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, absolutely. and even, like, your your workout regimen, so. No, one, 100%. Anybody, any trainer that tries to get, and I'm not a trainer, by the way. I, yeah. I did try to take the test, and I was like, this shit's not for me. Like, <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? I love the gym. I don't like teaching people. Okay. Um, I've gathered that. Yeah. No, I, I <laughs> you can follow, you can see what I do, but I don't want to bring you along and teach you because yeah. uh, I like to work out with people that are above me. Okay. Yeah. So, to make you better. Yeah. Like I'm on a, I'm on a, my own personal mm -hmm. fitness journey. I don't want to be the leader of someone else's. If right. That makes sense. So, okay. So they know that you're on TikTok doing your workouts. Yeah. <laughs> but so let's like give like an inclusive, like what, like what do you like? So you're on YouTube, you're yep. on Instagram, but like, how would you describe like how you are an influencer? Like besides just being kind of a personality. So I think, I think we have to take it back to the beginning. If that's, yeah. if that's the, the sure. what you want me to go with um, the very beginning of all this in March of 2020, um, that's when I started making officially making content for TikTok. And um, now when I was like in high school, I kind of was doing what I do now with like the working out stuff. Like mm -hmm. I wanted to be a bodybuilder when I was 19 <laughs> and it just like, I got to a point where it just like, wasn't for me. And I kind of like fell off and went to the military and didn't think that social media was ever going to be a real thing for me. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, after the military, I, you know, I got out and I worked in a factory and Mm -hmm. I was working around all these old ass dudes who were like felons and, you know, they, they were all just living miserable ass lives. Yeah. And I remember this guy who did 20 years in the Marine Corps, worked with me and he was on my ass every day. Dude, you're 22 years old. You're working in this fucking factory. Like, what are you doing with yourself? Mm -hmm. And it kind of, kind of dawned on me one day and I was like, well, shit, like he's right. Like, well, I need to figure out something else. So I started going to school. Uh, started going to college because um, I thought I wanted to work in pro sports. I thought okay. I wanted to be a GM in pro sports. And um, I was grinding my ass off in college. And yeah. I got to working for like a small level baseball team. Um, I actually know a guy that works for the Fort Wayne 10 Caps. Oh, really? Here. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, but it, I, I got two years into that, then got to working with the Colts. I did that for two years. Okay. 
And at the end of my second year with the Colts, I was like, I don't fucking want to work in this industry. <laughs> and like, I'd already been creating content. Cause and like, how long were you going to school for at that point? Um, right? When I, when I got to my second year with the Colts um, was my junior in my junior year. Okay. So, so I, pretty far. So yeah. So like I was create, I started creating content in 2020 for TikTok. Um, and I started to gain a really quick following. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wasn't really sure what avenue I wanted to take it in. Cause like I'm a big video game guy. Yeah. Contrary to what you might think with the gym. I love video games. Yeah. Um, I'm, you told I'm, me that when we had our phone call and yeah. I was like, did not expect that. Yeah. I'm, I'll fucking destroy somebody in call of duty. Uh, <laughs> you want the smoke. You can, uh, you can hit me up on Instagram for my PlayStation <laughs> username. I will kick your ass. Uh, <laughs> No, so I thought I wanted to be a streamer on Twitch. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I still do. Um, but uh, I, I was kind of creating clips and putting them on TikTok of uh, video games. And like, I remember my first TikTok getting like 275 views. Seriously. All on a video game clip. What okay. do you my face yet? Uh, and then, <laughs> yeah. You're like, so, this is the moneymaker. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, no, I was just like, holy shit. Like, I can actually, like, I could probably make some fucking money with this, yeah. right? Not not necessarily money, but like I can actually like build a following and it can it can alter my life somehow. Yeah. Because I don't do this for money. I make no fucking money with my content. And but I like do this because I love it. Do you want to make money from it? Like, well, I mean, I'm passionate about okay. it. So if I could get paid based off of being being in a work environment where I'm just doing what I'm passionate about. Right. Fuck yeah, I would love that. But yeah, exactly. I mean, that's not God's plan right now. So I'm kind of just. You know, I'm just doing, I'm just following my path and whatever happens, happens. But so I started, you know, I started in 2020 with like really making this content and thought I was going to be this big streamer. And uh, one of my close buddies, um, he was going through some things in his life where he needed someone to kind of, you know, come down to Indianapolis and, and, and be in his world to kind of get him back up on the horse because he was going okay. through a uh, uh, a bit of a relationship issue and uh i had five thousand followers at the time okay. was kind of all over the place with content didn't know where the fuck i was gonna take it and he's a big video game guy so he was like dude <laughs> you could be like this playboy guy who you know fucking is like streaming live and then you know just like has to take a break because you have some like chick come over to the house and i'm like <laughs> fuck yeah dude like i I like where this idea is going like all right keep spitballing you know and unfortunately that's not what happened um it uh i never really pursued the video game side of it Mm -hmm. because i found myself enjoying the more entertainer side of it Mm -hmm. so uh, i i left for indianapolis in august of 2020 um with 5,000 followers on tiktok 425 on instagram and um the thought of youtube was always in the back of my head mm-hmm. um hadn't really like i didn't really know what to do with it like i and i still feel like every day like i learn something new and yeah. i'm always kind of growing in that sense but well sometimes I, it's like surprising like what works yeah i think i think a lot of the times we tend to have an idea what we want and life kind of throws us a curveball and mm-hmm. gives us you know you might have lemons, but you might fuck around and make a lemon pie, not lemonade. Yeah. So I'm yeah. not 
a religious person. Yeah. I'm just more spiritual. And I just feel like the universe will kind of like knock you down. It's like, no, like this wasn't meant for you and kind of like push you yeah. to like where like you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So I kind of see I'm, that happens. I'm not I'm not a religious individual. Um, I, I do say God a lot. And I was like, when, when I say God, God yeah. (laughs) when I say God, I am referring to the universe. I think the universe and God are one. Um, and like the way I speak, like a lot of like people who are religious are like, Abby, that's just God to us. Yeah. Okay. Call it what you want. Yeah. No. And that, and that's, I mean, for me, I speak in terms of the universe a lot, but I also say God, but the two coexist for me. It's, it's the same thing for me. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It, it was just like, I, I knew I've always known who I am and I've always known that I'm an entertaining individual and that I'm not meant to live a, um, a normal life. Yeah. Um, I'm, I've been meant to be an example and to experience things that others are scared to attempt. So for me, like creating content and being someone who is recognized on TikTok. Uh, specifically it it just has always felt normal comfortable mm-hmm. like it's like uh, I'm finally I'm finally finding the path in which I was supposed to be on uh, but a big thing for me was like I always struggled with you know like giving a fuck about what other people think okay so this was like one of the questions that I wanted to ask you about and it's because like living in the midwest like people do the nine to five they do the whole like let's get married at like 25 and have kids and settle down and take like the route that you're supposed to take by doing the whole corporate thing. And so for me, like, I feel like what held me back from starting this podcast for such a long time was the thought that people like might judge me. Mm -hmm. And then I came to a point where I was like, that is so fucking stupid. Like, what like why would I let other people's like opinions of me like hold me back from something that I'm so passionate about and have wanted to do for years? Yeah. And so like I kind of wanted to get your take of like because like you were also saying like you look in the mirror and like you see like your old self. It's like where do you get the confidence? Is it like fake it till you make it? Like how Not do you feel all. like <laughs> living in the Midwest and doing this? Like so I I'm I'm right there with you. I definitely uh I, I've always been very steer away from the traditional Midwestern values of early marriage, mm-hmm. buy a house, you know, have children, things of that nature. Um, I've always just felt something internally that mm-hmm. says that's not the life you're meant to live. Um, and, you know, for me, I, I've always I've always known that like one, I've I've always known that I love I love women and like the. <laughs> Bear with me here. We're great. I, I I love women. I was raised by a single woman, and the thoughts that not even the thoughts, but just the way she raised me was that you know women are out to trap you. And That's how your, your mom raised my you. My mother raised me to have the idea that women are out to trap you, not not in an evil way, but they're if a woman really likes you and she wants you for herself. She's going to do her best to fucking get pregnant, have your children, and have you by the balls for the rest of your life. Okay, I highly disagree with this, but keep going. <laughs> and, and, but to me, it, it, definitely, it definitely opened my mind up to the idea of like, well, fuck, like I, I have to be 
more aware of mm-hmm. the women that I bring into my life. Like yeah, I'm not I think there are some people that might feel that way. Yes. And you know, like I I I had a life of you know of <laughs> of grinding. So for me it was like if I had to grind just to just to achieve a level of low middle class in life, why the fuck would I want to stop there? Mm-hmm. And for me it's like all right, you know, yes, I could stop everything I do today and I could live the traditional Midwestern values, make $50,000 a year, buy a house, have kids. I, I mean, I fucking, I, my DMs are nonstop people knocking on my door, hoping yeah. that they're going to. I was wondering about that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, to me, I'm not interested in it. I, do you I don't reply at all. <laughs> I mean, there are very few mm-hmm. that I'm I'm like, oh, shit. Like, if, you know, there have been a few that have gone way out of their fucking way to get my attention. And it's like, how yeah. can I not pay attention if you're going out of your way? But it's like, I try to do my best to steer away from, you know, the idea of, like, you know, fucking fans or anything like that. Like, yeah. I try not to be that guy because I don't want to get caught up. Mm-hmm. One, mm-hmm. I don't want to, I never want to get like the wrong woman pregnant. I never want to live a life that is accidental or spontaneous in the sense of like a random person just with my seed. So, can, I, me, can I, sorry, can I ask you a quick question about this yeah. though? So, you come off kind of like as like a little bit of like a playboy a little bit sometimes on the internet, just yeah. like with your confidence and, you know, being in the mirror at the gym. Mm-hmm. And so, but sorry, there's kind of a couple questions here. <laughs> I feel like you're potentially misunderstood. Very. But like, it kind of like when I like, I started following you and just right off the bat, you know, I might've like come to like a conclusion. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've kind of, it's changed a little bit, but like, you I, I feel like you like sex right no yes yeah i mean who the fuck doesn't so when you're like careful about your seed like do you have like someone that you consistently hook up with are you not having sex regularly because like i don't know like i feel like when i look at someone like you like and you said like girls are sliding into your dms constantly like you could be having probably a lot of sex if you wanted to if yes if i i mean yes if i really wanted to i mean granted i have standards and to me it's like I hold myself to a standard and I have a standard in which like I'm going to, you know, be comfortable to hook up with somebody. And to me, it's like, I don't, I don't, I'm not a big fan of, you know, one night stands from bars. Okay. I'm not a big fan of, I don't do dating apps. I fucking hate dating apps. Yeah. I'm about to delete mine. Yeah, they're fucking, they, <laughs> the worst. you want to talk about <laughs> mental health problems, yeah. a fucking dating app will give you those immediately. Um, I'm a very big like meet girls the traditional way. Mm-hmm. Like I would much rather fucking bump into somebody's cart in a goddamn grocery store and spark conversation. <laughs> I'm a conversationalist, yeah. so for me it's like I can talk to anybody. I I've gone on dates and stuff like from dating apps, and like they don't go past like the first date. Yeah. Like I just like every guy I've dated or every guy that like I've like kind of like had a thing with, <laughs> it's all just been like meeting them like in the wild. Yeah, and you know for me it's like yeah the opportunity to like. I think when you're younger as a male, especially like, I don't know, maybe it's just me because of the male role models. I had, I had a lot of male role models in my life and because I didn't have a dad. So mm-hmm. I had a lot of men that were like, Oh, get your money up. I had a lot of men that were like, Oh no, dude, just fucking go out there and slang that thing. Like, 
and you know to me it was like i was taking i was taking advice from all these men and it, it honestly it helped i don't want to use the word groomy because that's got a fucking bad uh <laughs> bad narrative on pervy. it in this world but like they they taught me <clears throat> they taught me uh, how to really be a man of myself like take not take but go after what i want mm-hmm. and you know if, if what i want is a life with multiple women in my life go after that and mm-hmm. like i've been there yeah. i've been there where it's like i am sleeping with whoever i want whenever i want but then at a certain point you hit a maturity where it's like mm-hmm. that's not the life that i want because i'm at the end of the day like i'm giving a piece of myself to somebody mm-hmm. and I'm putting like a piece of myself in someone else yeah. so it's like for me I also feel like and, like you don't have good sex when it's just like oh no I have good sex wriggling. all the time oh I mean I, for, no I've, I don't I, feel, I don't listen I don't want to like go out there and put my <laughs> shit out on the street but so confident. like I know like I no, I think that's I good, feel like, like I could go to San Diego woman, and be a part of the like porn industry when every woman is different we all tick differently yeah. and it's like I and again, it's like maybe it's just because they were there for their like their pleasure, which is yeah. totally fine because that was like the vibe. Yeah. But it's like, why would I just continue to have <sighs> random hookups when I'm not getting off? That's so dumb to me. No, no, for sure. See, all right. So my thought process is because I I once um, I had a really bad addiction to uh, pornography already at one one point in my life, and I just like I learned everything I know from watching this shit it's like a fucking how-to tutorial to be okay but it depends on what kind of porn you're watching because i'm not like, watching no crazy shit yeah no i'm not watching some like might feel good to you but it doesn't feel good to me <laughs> well there are certain women out there that like they, you know and to me it's like to be a good lover you have to be a good listener and mm-hmm. you have to uh, the body will tell you everything yeah. you need to know yeah so to me it's like i i learned at an early age how to watch the female body and how to determine whether or not she's enjoying what i'm doing not enjoying if i need to try something else like well even just asking like in the moment like does this feel good i'm not gonna ask i'm just gonna pay attention i just pay attention okay it's pretty simple they're breathing (laughs) yeah like sounds (laughs) the the is she gripping fucking sheets or Uh, is she not like if she's just flat palmed on the fucking bed well yeah she's probably not enjoying it but she's gripping fucking sheets She's probably enjoying that shit. Yeah. So to me, it's like. But also it's like, I don't know. Cause like, and here's the thing. I'm like thinking of like one person in particular that just like knew it wasn't working mm-hmm. and like kept trying and then started asking. And then I was giving direction and it just, we, we lost it completely. And it's <laughs> like, but it does take time to like figure out like what actually works. No, Cause yeah. you could be doing a bunch of shit, but if it's not the right shit. There's no gripping sheets and no heavy breathing. No, for sure. And I, like I said, you gotta, you have to, you have to know, I don't know. It's just like an internal instinct for me at this point where it's just like, I know if I'm going to have to be the one who's dominant and in control, or Mm -hmm. if this girl is one that is more of an aggressor, I think you can tell as an alpha male, because I, I feel like that's I don't how. Like, first of all, I don't like to be called an alpha male. Okay, as uh, a dominant male, would I you? Even, I, what would you? How would you describe yourself? I would. I would describe myself as a sigma. Really. The you as a sigma, you you bring in the best of a beta, and an alpha. 
Okay. Because an alpha male to me is a guy that can't see his flaws. An alpha male, it's true. Okay. I'm around I'm around alpha males all the time. I'm going to disagree with you on this as well, but that's fine. <laughs> no, that's you, fine. by all means disagree, but listen. <laughs> I, I a wanna... very dominant, strong person. That's me, yeah. But I'm also in, emotional in and the in bedroom, tune with my emotions. Would you be okay with like taking the back seat and letting a woman lead? Like, is that hot to you? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Like, I like last thing I want to do is just constantly have to be fucking just <laughs> railing somebody out day in day out. Like, no, I I think I think good sex is a combination of being being a giver and being or being a pleaser and being a taker. Like, well, then I I want to clarify I when agree. I say taker, I. I have I am by no means saying that I am into like being pegged. I fucking <laughs> I had a conversation one time, literally not even the, a little finger. Not even a finger. Really? Had that happen one time and I was like, no. You didn't like fuck, it? Fuck no. Okay. Weird. Listen, I've only had a finger in my ass two times in my life. One to get an airborne physical when I was in the <laughs> army. Didn't enjoy it then. And the second time was with a cougar. I didn't enjoy that shit either. Um, I 110% know. I don't care. Last time I had a girl sitting in front of me. I mean, just on the, we were on her couch and literally in front of me, no clothes on either one of us. She's on her knees and she's, you know, doing her thing. And she's like, I have a question. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, usually were you question. already hooking up or just? Yeah. Oh, we were like okay. in the middle of a fucking okay. two hour session. And yeah, it was just, it, she literally is like, I have a question, but I think it's going to, you know rub you the wrong way and i'm like oh, i mean we're already butt ass naked so yeah. you might as well just go ahead and like you can't say that and not tell me yeah <laughs> that's exactly where my head's at right well she goes how do you feel about pegging i'm like ah, i'm good like she wanted to yeah yeah how oh. I'm, I'm good like no judgment if someone wants to be pegged no no I hey i don't kink I shame like if I liked someone and loved having sex with them, and then they asked me to do that, I don't know that I could look at them the same way. Hey, exactly. Like, listen, I have but, buddies that are into it. Like, they really? not 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 it. not to being like fucking railed out by a dildo pig, but like they like having fucking go their wife oh. go knuckle deep in their butt. Like, I'm yeah, not I think into a it. Finger is fine. That's still I too mean, much to me. Okay. <sighs> no, it's okay. But the, I, I the reason, like, going back to this, though, the reason I'm saying that, though, is because, like, you were saying, like, there's, like, a good medium between, like, being, like, a lover or, like, a giver and a taker. Yeah. And I agree. But, like, so I'm more of an, like, alpha female yeah. is what I would kind of describe me. Uh -huh. More masculine energy, like a go-getter. And, like, so every day I'm taking care of shit. I'm working and paying my bills. But in the bedroom, that's a one place that I don't want to be dominant. Yeah. No, that's normal. But... When you were saying, like, you don't want to always have to be the dominant one, I'm like, well, what that I, makes sense. But also, it's like, tell me what, like, how to, like, tell me what to do to please you. Cause I still want to be a pleaser, but yeah. just tell, like, you know what if, I mean? If you, Does that makes sense. Yeah, no, I, I'm still I a, a giver. If, if you, if you were, so it's hard for a female to be as physically dominating as a man. That's, it's in a very it's obvious like yeah we are you're our number different. one predator you could kill us we <laughs> we as men would appreciate you know a woman doing a little like little things like fuck blindfold a dude blindfold him and like throw him on the bed so mm -hmm. you know pull out some fucking ice cubes rub him down his chest or something like do something where we get a different feel of a different sensation now i've had candle wax poured on me 
I didn't like I've that. I've always wondered about that. <laughs> I didn't like that. Um, that shit fucking burned. Um, I'm good. But like, you <laughs> know, good. like hand like handcuffs or you know, just something. Yeah. Something a little bit different. But don't don't make a don't do some weird shit while you have a guy like we as men don't like being in vulnerable positions. Like But you still want to be blindfolded and handcuffed? That's what I'm saying is if a man's comfortable enough to let you do some shit like that, oh, okay. don't fucking stick your up. finger in his ass while he's <laughs> blindfolded. No, I think you always have to ask. If like, you don't ask, you oh, ask, that's the thing for me. I didn't get asked. Oh, okay. I didn't get asked that 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 real first time it ever happened. I didn't, I didn't get asked. It I've was just been like asking getting head and it just boop. like once I like, get comfortable with them, like if I'm like thinking about having sex with them, like yeah. I'm asking them because I okay. So I've never actually done it to a guy, but. It's on my bucket list of things that I want to do. Hey, bro, I feel sorry for the guy that's got to get a finger in his butt. That you better ask. You have like a prostate in there. I'm I'm good. a very I'm very aware of the Allegedly. male anatomy, but I also had a cougar dig around in my asshole, maybe it and right there vibes. Were, maybe I just don't like finger in my ass. <laughs> I think that's probably what it is. <laughs> to each their own. You know, like, hey, I I I, I love. Listen, I love sex. And for me, it's like in order to even get to that point of of having sex with somebody, I I have I'm a lover boy. I'm I might look like certified lover boy. Very much so. <laughs> um, I I'm a lover boy, and in order to even get yourself in that position, like I don't like to, I don't like women that play hard to get. Mm-hmm. I will move the fuck on. Yeah. I don't I don't like the women that play hard to get. I actually honestly I really like the women that are shy. And that okay. don't get approached a lot by men or have the RBF mm-hmm. and they're shy. And me being a man that's more interested in that girl who's got the RBF that I've caught smiling a few times that I know is a happy soul. I like that girl more than I like the blonde over here in the corner who has 4,000 followers on Instagram mm-hmm. who gets told she's so pretty all the time. Yeah. And that's going to make me fucking work my ass off to take her to fucking texas roadhouse like i don't i'm not interested in that shit so like through like these conversations and just like talking with like my guy friends and stuff Mm -hmm. like i don't know like i feel like i used to kind of be somewhat like of a man hater and just like there's a whole like i mean i could go on about that for a while but like i feel like guys are like why why do you hate men i don't okay I have a lot of daddy what? issues, and that's kind of where it stems from. <laughs> I got them too. <laughs> and so it's like, but I wasn't having like emotional conversations with guys, mm. and so like I misunderstood them, like the whole shebang. And like I was going after like toxic guys because of my daddy issues, so yeah. like that's where it stems from. Mm-hmm. But like now through having like conversations on the podcast, I'm getting more comfortable, like just being open and honest. I feel like guys are really misunderstood. Oh, for sure. And then they're talking about how like women treat them. So it's like, I only know like my experience Mm -hmm. and how I am. And it's like, I don't play games either. Like I'm, if something's bothering me, I try to talk about it now. Like, I don't want to fuck around. If I'm questioning, if you like me, like that's such a turnoff to me now. Yeah. And so it's like, I just keep hearing my guy friends talk about how like women play so like so many games with them. Yeah. Um, like you never know what we're thinking, it sounds like. So I just went through this not too long ago where um, a girl, girl followed me and it was a girl I was in class with. And so I was like, all right, cool. Like, you mm-hmm. know, she's, she's cute. Um, I mean, not really sure that I would like 
you know bring her home to my family but she's cute okay and so like all right like i'm gonna be i'm interested so i'm at least gonna dive into it just just see you know, mm-hmm. gotta test the fucking waters out you never know yeah. what's gonna happen so you know i i follow her back and uh start bullshitting dming whatever and i'm like all right you know like you're hitting me up hitting you up whatever i'm like all right let's you want to take this conversation out of instagram Immediate red flag for me is when I ask a girl that and she hits me with her snap. Oh, I immediately. I hate that so much. Heaven fucking forbid you give me. I feel like that's such a guy thing. So I'm so glad you relate to this. Yeah, no, it's a heaven fucking forbid. You actually give me your snap and I accept it and I actually go and follow you. Mm -hmm. And I get on there and you have a fucking snap score of like 300,000 plus because to me. Tell you can you can think whatever you want, but when I see that shit, I immediately go to miles on a car. <laughs> I would not buy a used car with three hundred thousand miles on it. If your snap, if your so prime, did you start snapping her? I sent maybe four or five snaps. Okay. And once once I get like the the side of the head shoulder snaps, to me, you got a boyfriend. Oh, you got a boyfriend, yeah. or you you're talking to six other dudes. Mm-hmm. That's why you send shit like that. I also hate it because it's like the conversation goes away after 24 hours and it's like, I forget what I've said. Oh, for me, it's just like I need to remember. Like, I have a terrible memory. <sighs> well, I, it's not even that for me. It's more just like, I don't know. I just kind of feel like it's trashy. I literally just told someone, I was like, why are you like, because they messaged me like directly, like not even a picture, like directly on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And this person has my number. And I was like, this could have been a text message. Like, why are you messaging me here? And they're like, mm-hmm. Abby, you can also delete text messages. Just FYI, I just like, I was just like Snapchat, and I'm like, okay, keep telling yourself that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can delete a text message, but if it's on my fucking phone, it's on my phone. Well, I also just saw a TikTok that said that you can like now like get you can them back. unsend. No, like you can click this thing and it says like show like recently deleted. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You can. You so can, like you can't. I don't know. I think like you can't hide anything anymore. Uh, you can go through and delete the recently deleted ones. I'm I'm a big oh. tech guy, so like for me, I'm all about learning everything I can about my phone. Like, fuck, I remember teaching all my friends about fucking AirDrop to their TVs. Like, dude, you know you can fucking send a movie from your phone to your TV. Oh, yeah. Like, shit's dope. I'll pull like when I'm with my girlfriends, they're all married, so mm-hmm. I'll pull up like the dating apps and they'll like swipe through and we'll like start messaging people on I my cl- TV. I got a question for you. Yeah. How, so like, are all your friends married? Not all of them. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not asking because like I'm like, hey, set me up with your friends. I'm. I'm curious. <laughs> no, it's this. okay. Like, I will ask you questions just in case. Like, one um, of them wants to slide into your DM, so um, ask away. But no, not not all of them, but a lot of them. So I'm were curious. Engaged. I'm curious. Um, like, how do you, as an individual, how do you deal with like hanging out with your friends? Cause like I'm a ride or die motherfucker. Like mm-hmm, if same. you're my friend, like listen, you're yeah. my fucking friend. I'm loyal. Like yeah, oh, very loyal. And to me, it's like uh, dudes, especially. Or I don't, I don't know about females. I would assume they're probably the same because we're human. But uh, dudes tend to get in a relationship and then they fucking forget about all their buddies. Oh. Except mm-hmm. if their buddies are also in relationships. Now they can do double date shit. But like mm-hmm. me being mm-hmm. who I am, and you see me on the internet, my friends. One of my friends in particular, his girlfriend is a feminist. Okay. Fucking hates me. Won't admit it. Fucking hates me. <laughs> I, another buddy of mine, his wife. Okay. Very liberal. Fucking hates me. Is it because they like get the vibe that like 
they don't know me. You might be like a playboy, kind yeah. of like how I like just described you a second ago. I think when so and that you will influence their husbands. Well, first of all, their husbands, their own man. They're not exactly. Me. That's why I'm saying that. I, I'm a I'm a firm believer. That I rolled my eyes for people that are not watching this. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't know. I've lost listen. I lost a lot of friendships through this shit, and it's Mar- like just people getting married, people getting, or married. you being like me? on TikTok. Which well, it, I don't think it's necessarily me being on TikTok, but I think it's just me knowing what kind of man I am. Like, mm-hmm. I love Coming women. I love yeah. women. I don't want to. Yeah. I really have zero interest in like in settling down and having a family because it's like the life that I want to live mm-hmm. is harder when you do shit like that. Yeah. When you I have agree. a girlfriend, well, a girlfriend is a little easier, but when you have a wife, like, and granted, like, I'm not saying that I don't want a wife one day, but I'm just mm-hmm. really not like interested in like kids. So for me, it's okay. like it's really hard to find a woman because biologically, like you guys are designed to want to have kids. Like it's there's that internal I think, like, it's, instinct that says I want to be a mother. I kind of yes and no. I think there are a lot of women now that like are more okay with admitting that that's not in the cards for them. Well, I. I but that's few. And how far old between, are those women? Especially in the Midwest. How old are those women? I've had friends say it. I, I think I like think from a young age and, and like I think now we're all women, like around 30. I think when women hit like 35 and they haven't had kids yet. Something in them switches. There's something in them that's like, oh, shit. Like well, at I, that point, their eggs are all crusty. <laughs> well, I mean, you can still have kids. You can still have kids. But like your time, your window is fucking closing. Like as a yeah. man, I can fucking pump out kids till I'm like 70. Like it's fucking crazy. I struggle with this so much because it's like. On one hand, sometimes like I because like I'm like you, like I don't want to settle down anytime soon. Like I I would be fine with like having a boyfriend, but as long as they're okay, like with me, like not having the capacity to hang out with them every single day because I have goals that I want to achieve. Like the person that I date would have to be kind of like like a hustler, too, in my opinion. Um and so I don't know. Well, you but want it, somebody that compliments you. But like at the same time, it's like I there is a part of me that do, like does want to have children like later in life. Mm-hmm. But I'm okay with like potentially adopting kids. Yeah. But at the same time, I also hear that everyone should like freeze their eggs to just give themselves the option. And so Dude. I'm like, but it's fucking expensive. So I'm like, I... as someone that's okay with adopting, I'm like, do I need to even should I even do like put the money and time into that? So I have had this thought over the last week or so about I'm so terrified to get the wrong girl pregnant. No, seriously. Like, I'm te- like petrified of like getting pregnant. <laughs> fucking horrified of the idea of knocking up someone that I'm not in love with. Um, so to me, I've truly thought about like going to a sperm bank mm-hmm. maybe like four or five times and just like just unload the fucking clip like save that shit store it away and go and get a vasectomy oh yeah just so that i can guarantee yeah one i'm not getting anyone pregnant it's also reversible too but yeah if well if you if you have it stored up then it's. i was gonna say i've actually like researched this this is so embarrassing no it's not embarrassing you can so like in the process and i don't know like if this is like what you're exactly you're talking about but they can like literally like save your sperm yeah no i think this is exactly what i'm talking about it's just an extra step it's a little bit more pricey and then you can get a vasectomy so like if it doesn't work you have like plan b it's like like another option yeah it's it doesn't always work 
and it's not perfect like for both like saving the sperm and then also like reversing it but I I literally always say I'm like I think that that's like what I would try to convince like the next my next partner yeah I mean for me like like I said I'd I would much rather be I'd be a lot happier knowing that I can go out you know come shots well not <laughs> dear god no it's not about just giving everybody a piece of me here and you know it's it's just it's just the peace of mind to know cream that, pies all night oh, god it's just it's just knowing that uh you know i don't have to worry about yeah you know i don't have to worry about getting that wrong girl pregnant because like mm-hmm. to me it's like my father got my mother pregnant when my mom was 16. My dad was 16. Yeah. My mom was 17 when she had me. And, you know, it's like, I don't, I, I wouldn't want to be that guy that, you know, has a child when he's not prepared. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't think you can really like prepare for fatherhood. But Yeah, it's but like, you can, there's times where you can be more ready you can than be others. financially prepared. If you're not dating the girl, not interested in dating her. Yeah, no, like, like that's what I'm trying to. You're not avoid interested in having kids yet, like that's not prepared. No, exactly. And to me, it's like I meet a lot of women where it's like, uh, I'm not really, I'm not really sure that you're the one for me. Yeah. Okay, so I have a little confession for you. Okay. So, as I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, but I told you earlier that I started following you. Yep. on tiktok um now i follow you on instagram and stuff too like after we started talking um but like when i first started following you i don't know like do you do you ever comment on videos on tiktok um like like random people's yeah or yeah like random. comment back to people okay uh, comment on random people's videos um not very rare okay very rare i thing. like honestly i started doing it now like if i have like a funny comment uh-huh. but like before i literally never would but like i started following you and i didn't know if it was a joke or not i now know it's not yeah but you were like stitching like a a tiktok and it was like someone making fun of like guys that live with their parents hell yeah I know and what you're you like about. stitched it and you like were like what's up oh <laughs> no parents. yeah yeah I was walking out of the house and I said, all right, pops, I'm going to the gym. Yeah. And he's like, all right, son, love you. Fuck yeah. I and know. like, I commented on it. And I go, I'd still hit it. <laughs> you know, Which is so embarrassing. <laughs> you know. Like, I was kind of being funny, but also got a little bit serious. <laughs> I, I, I was very embarrassed um, about the fact that I moved back home. I mean, being 27 years old. Yeah. And moving in with your parents isn't the most ideal thing right. in the world. Uh, granted, I'm a firm believer in taking three steps back to take 10 steps forward. Mm-hmm. And I, I hope, you know, I, for me, it's like I just hope that me being humble enough to do that, because dude, who the fuck doesn't want to live at home when you get home cooked meals? I mean, like my mom's a fucking bomb ass <laughs> chef. I don't care what anybody says. I, I would never move back home unless I really had to. Now, it was it was a situation of like, all right. Could I live on my own? Yes. Like I just did it for the last two years in Indianapolis yeah. while going to school and working for the Colts. But what I want to achieve in life is I want to make my passions, my financial stability, mm-hmm. not go work and make someone else. Well, and you're in school too, right? Yeah. Still? Yeah. Or you, did up. you 
finish the semester? Um, so in May I will graduate from with with my IU degree. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'll, I'll actually be the first uh first person in my family to graduate from major institutions. Oh, that's so amazing. I'm I'm pretty fucking uh, I'm pretty excited. Yeah. I mean, if this tells you anything, I I am now the family member that is helping my high school cousins set up their schedules for school. Oh, good. Yeah. So last night, uh, we my my cousin just had a 16th birthday yesterday. Mm-hmm. And Happy birthday to your cousin. Yeah. Shout out to Blake. Happy birthday. Uh. <laughs> We, uh, so my, my aunt comes up to me and she goes, Hey, I need you to, I need you to help these two. Mm-hmm. I need you to help get schedule their classes. Well, one of my fucking, it's difficult to figure out like when you're first getting started. I think, especially in my family, like, I mean, high school, graduating high school is kind of like one of those things where, um, you know, they, they're kind of like, Oh, you know, this is like the pinnacle you're, you've made it in life. Mm-hmm. To me, it's like everybody fucking graduates high school you should graduate high school it's yeah. it's a fucking obvious thing i feel like most people also like go to college too now a lot of people do and i've noticed me being a little bit older going to college one thing i noticed was uh, that a lot of people are there because their parents expect them to go yep and they have no fucking clue mm-hmm. what they actually want to do in this world where... i knew i couldn't do factory work so i uh, i went yeah. out of like obligation see my my path was right after high school i i managed a gnc mm-hmm. um i did really well at it but i wasn't enjoying it so i went to the army after i got out of the army i sold cars for 45 days realized i don't like lying to people car salesmen <laughs> are the fucking worst um i went from car sales to working in a factory mm-hmm. worked in a factory for a year like i said that, mm-hmm. that retired gunnery sergeant um his name was eric eric was on my ass all the time why the fuck are you in here at 22 years old Mm -hmm. and so at 23 i started college and you know i had already lived five years in the real world Mm -hmm. so i i probably felt like going backwards too going to college Mm -hmm. it did but it didn't i i knew that i was bettering my life okay um now that's a great out like mindset to have though because uh, yeah i mean now the financial aspect sucked like yeah Yeah. i you know i'm not working full time and i'm gonna do this for the next four years like Mm -hmm. oh all my friends are graduating from college Mm -hmm. and they are buying bmws and houses and fucking you know nice cars and and all this are they also like dual income though um well yeah yeah i would say the majority uh yeah. there's a, maybe like one or two that yeah. that are really found, doing the shit by themselves but okay. i found myself like comparing my my what i have to like my friends and i'm like you have two incomes mm, like, yeah duh <laughs> yeah see i'm you have help every day <laughs> yeah i i'm a firm i'm f- firmly set in my ways of becoming a six-figure you know income mm-hmm. by myself mm-hmm. uh, where a lot of people are like oh we make six figures together i'm like ah, yeah. i'm cool on that like yeah. i would much see like a lot of people don't know this about me but for me to be comfortable with getting married and things like that i have to put myself in a level of success where i provide everything already for myself that's how i am too actually mm-hmm. like I-, I would be fine with someone like comes in and brings extra that's yeah. great well, but that's like, how it should be right but like I want to be able to take care of myself at all times. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I'm doing it already, but yeah, I like I, I have a lot of goals still. Well, and, and to me, it's like that. That's the way if you can live like that before you meet someone and you're already set, like, I don't want to say set in your ways, but like 
you're already financially set. You don't need someone to pay your bills. Mm-hmm. You don't need someone to buy your groceries. You don't need someone to pay your car payment. You you know, everything's good. Then that person should only be coming into your life and adding to it. They shouldn't be subtracting mm-hmm. from it. And to me, so it's that's like why I'm kind of single still. Yeah, it's like to to for me to get to that point in my life. It it was like, all right, I do need to go to college because mm-hmm. the army didn't teach me shit. But to fucking choke somebody out with the collar of their t-shirt. Okay. Like I fuck someone up with my hands. <laughs> uh, I didn't learn how to think. Cri- I, I don't want to say I didn't learn how to think critically because you do. You learn how to. You learn how to operate under pressure. Okay. And me being, you know, within a unit that was very, you know, small groups, you know, reconnaissance type of tasks. Um, I I learned how to operate, you know, in that in that realm. But it was mm-hmm. like it was just like violence. Like I learned how to operate with violence, not learn how to use my brain and yeah. And, and as a certified educated. lover boy, I'm sure you don't love that. I I hate having to be a violent human being. Yeah. Now there have been times in my life where I like there uh, there have been times in my life where I've had to be very violent with other men, and you know I don't I don't love that, but mm-hmm. it's also like at certain points in your life you have to you have to let motherfuckers know like I'm not the one like. <laughs> You know, like I, there was a time where a dude thought he was gonna fucking put me to bed early one night at a at a bonfire, and uh, he got fucking body slammed in that. So, I mean, yeah, I don't believe in it, it's past it's past the uh, statute of limitations, so nobody can come back and get me on that. <laughs> uh, but I fucked that guy up. Uh, Wait, sorry, can I? Can we loop back around really quick? Because I do have a quick question before you. Yeah, off yeah, yeah. Okay, so. um as someone like I just have a question for you like on your thoughts good like from the male perspective I know you're only one person but you can speak for all men on this I guess I'm I'm, I'm one of the ones <laughs> that men do want to speak for them so I so I'm somewhat like I'm taking care of myself like I said yeah. you know I have a job I'm trying to like start like this podcast like I have all of these goals I think I know where this is going good and I feel like a lot of men just naturally want to take care of a woman well, that's that's our that's, that's our biological instinct. instinct, yeah. And so, when a guy comes in my life, like if they're in, if I like them, and if they're in my life, like it's genuinely because I just like want them to be there. Like yeah. I don't need them to be there, and I feel like that causes like a disconnect with their biological need. And so, like, what's your thoughts on that? Like, do should I be pretending like? help me i, I mean, can't open this jar of pickles like i mean yeah kind of sh- like I, sometimes i'm like i think i just have to pretend that i'm not who i am i well don't I, be, be who you are i'm an but independent bitch <laughs> be be who you to are but at the same time like yes like the the nature of being a man is we're caretakers like mm-hmm. if you go back fucking 400 years ago men were fucking walking through the woods hunting fishing mm-hmm. you know our protectors yeah like that's that is our that's the problem with the world today is that society has honestly i feel like society has pushed women into this point of like oh no you want to be powerful and independent and all this and it's like i've just had to be and and you know not everybody not everybody if you if you have to be there's a difference between Mm -hmm. having to be and wanting to be Mm -hmm. the women that want to be i feel like are under this mindset of like I can do everything a man can do. And it's like, yes, like you can to an extent, like 
I mean, don't get me wrong. I think I think human nature you can do a lot of shit. Like, but at the same I mean, time, I think I think this the world that we live in has kind of turned things upside down in the sense of you know if you're a woman you know you you should be trying to be more independent and things of this nature and it's like men aren't interested in that men don't want a a fucking an alpha like i mean yeah. realistically we they don't this is my problem you're gonna and what sucks <laughs> and is i think you, i think guys say that they like the like i think they like the idea of it we like an alpha think, woman amongst other women well i think they've been like an alpha woman i think some men. guys have been burned by like someone just wanting them for money or this or that yeah. or like here like take care help me take care of my kids yeah. like i've heard that a lot so the idea of like someone like me is like very appealing until they get it mm-hmm. and it's also like so, like with that it's hard for me to like allow someone to like do things for me but like at the same time like i do kind of want someone to like out masculine me and just be like no like i got this for you so like it's uncomfortable because it's like a level of trust yeah like once i let that guard down like i have to be able to know that they'll be be there to like continue you know what i mean does that make sense Sorry, no like it, no it, no it does i so this is my thought process, right? Is like you you want someone to out masculine you. Yeah. But a masculine this is as a man who's looked at as very masculine and, mm-hmm. and like me, I'm like I said, I'm very in tune with my emotions. So mm-hmm. like I, I know I've I have the best of both worlds. Yeah. Me. But I feel like that can I view um, that as masculinity, like having the but being I, confident enough to like I, show that. Yeah, and I, I think I think a an alpha man because you being an alpha woman, you're going to fucking stand up. You're going to speak your piece. Mm-hmm. Men don't want that. Yeah. Men, I men, know. <laughs> men, men will respect it if you can respect to respect them enough to not do it in a public setting. Like, don't fucking don't disrespect your man in front of your friends. Yeah. Or their friends. Okay. Like, that's that's probably the one. Mm-hmm. That's my biggest pet peeve. If a woman. Disres- that's actually great advice. Like, oh, I, I, I get the having the awkward conversations. Mm hmm in a private setting Mm -hmm. amongst you two because you guys are a team if if your team and this goes in sports if if a fucking coach and the quarterback are having problems on the field the other team's looking at it like oh we got these motherfuckers in the bag like they're fighting over there like and from a from an outside perspective like i know there are men that always want your like there's a man that always wants your woman especially if she's a high profile woman in the sense of like she makes her own money she looks good you know Mm -hmm. all those things there's always a man out there that wants her Mm -hmm. or that's going to be willing to slide in her dms and fucking whisper sweet somethings in her ear so like even their friends like i'm not even kidding like even like guys like friends which like that's fucked up but it's like men are fucking dogs yeah no yes like I've constantly asked guys about guy code and it's like they all give me somewhat of the same answer. I'm like, I don't believe you because of like what I've experienced. Like there is no guy code. No, I'm I'm going I will go on record right now to say I don't believe that guy code exists anymore. No. I think I think every man is out to get a piece of the pie on his fucking own. Mm-hmm. And if now there are there are people that I love but don't trust. Mm-hmm. There are people I'm very loyal to that I don't necessarily love. And it's because, and I know, I know I've seen a video of 21 Savage talking about it where he's like, I'd rather have uh, loyalty than love because you can still love somebody and stab them in the back. That shit's true. I can't tell you how many times I've been kicked to the curve by like my boys who I'm like, all right, these motherfuckers are my ride or dies. And yeah. then like they get a piece of the pie and they're like, 
ah, uh, fuck you, bro. I'm good. I'm gonna I'm gonna bounce to the sideline. Like, Same, but like I'm like such a like it's it's hard for me to understand that because like that's not me at all. But I know it it happens because it's happened to me too. Yeah, I. And especially if I love someone, I am beyond loyal. See, and that's my thing is like I'm I'm a ride or die friend. Like I'm, you know, you could be all the way wrong. We're gonna be wrong together. You know, like I, that's you, the kind of friend I am. I appreciate people though that like will ride with me, but also yeah. like call me on my shit. I'm not gonna call you out on your shit in public. Okay. I'm gonna wait. Like if if say say me and my buddy, you know, my buddy causes some shit in a in a club or a bar, and I gotta I gotta fucking fight our way out of it too. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna fucking back him up. I'm gonna we're gonna okay. somebody's getting fucked up. And then when we get in the car and we're driving back to where the fuck we're going, I'm going to look at you and be like, oh, you're fucking stupid. Yeah, why like, Why would you even that? put us in that situation? Right. Like, what the fuck went through your head? Mm-hmm. Because I'm loyal. I'm loyal. I got your back. If I call you my brother, I call you my brother. Because right. there's there's multiple dudes that I I feel closer to from a brother standpoint than I do with my own actual brother. Okay. From my perspective, like, my girlfriends aren't, like, causing like chaos like that it's more of like i don't know like thinking like talking about like relationships or like Mm -hmm. things that they've done like with their families you know like talking about a sister for example and it's like when when i think they might may have like fucked up Mm -hmm. i'll be devil's advocate as you should and I'm, i'm always like but at the end of the day they always know that like no matter what i will love them Mm -hmm. and if i'm saying something it's because i care about them yeah so like I don't know. I've I've been in I've been in multiple situations where like um you know, I've had friends that that'll say one thing and then go completely against what the what they had mm-hmm. said or you know, and it's like for me it's like I I'll sit there and I'll kind of just be like hey bro, but didn't you just say this the other day? Mm-hmm. Like so like well, how you really feel? Huh. And like one of my friends, he he'll be on a phone call with uh, or for example, like I, I know this for a fact cause this happened right in front of me. Um, one of my buddies was bitching and moaning about how his girlfriend just like, he was like, gosh, she said, fuck get it. Like she, you know, he's, he's talking all this shit. And as soon as he gets on the phone, it's no baby. It's okay. Mm. Like, don't worry about it. That's it's my fine. biggest and, fear. <laughs> and then, and it's like, bro, like be a fucking man. Yeah. Like stop. To put it politely, stop being a little bitch. Yeah. And well, be, and if you're and unhappy, confront. well, and that's a big thing. Listen, a lot like, of communicate men communicate it. Listen, a lot of men in this world would rather put up with unhappiness than loneliness. Ugh. Me, I think I women would, are the exact same way, though. I would much rather be fucking lonely and miserable mm-hmm. and finding my path. Yep. And being the best, be, finding the a way to be the best version of myself than to than to be in a relationship and be fucking miserable and unhappy because like i've listen i've said this so many times my friends i'm like i could never date anyone like there's like a lot of people like i don't know i'm like i could never date your man and i'm a different person i get it but Mm -hmm. it's like i would never put up with that shit well so like i know dudes who act like fucking they're they're fucking man childs right Mm -hmm. like they act like big ass babies they need they need a mom and, and they date them like, and their girlfriend is that, their mom yeah no like i i know guys that their their significant other is an actual mom mm-hmm. like she had a kid before they she met oh. him 
and is a legitimate mom. Okay. And has to treat him like a child. I could, I could never. Well, some girl. Like she would be better off without them, in my opinion. <laughs> you know, hey, people, people like to live on fucking love. To me, I can't do that. Well, and it goes back to what you were saying about like how like you do, can picture yourself potentially having like maybe a girlfriend, but it gets harder when you have a wife. But it's like, yeah. I, I'm so independent, yada yada yada. But it's like. What are you, are you adding value or am I taking care of you? Because I would, I will never, like, I will emotionally take care of a person. I don't, cause I don't want to sound like I'm not doing anything for a partner. Like I, well, that's what your significant other is supposed to do. Yeah. I am very much like I take care of my people. Yeah. But like, I don't want to have to like clean up after you constantly. Like if you don't know how to do the dishes, there's a problem. Yeah. And it's all, it's like like 50 50 you know what i mean like there, See, there's and there's give and take i get it like you don't always have to do the dishes but like you know what i mean like yeah. i just know there's guys out there that just like literally need a mom no so look i'm a, I'm a dude that knows for a fact i fucking hate doing dishes right so what <laughs> what do i do when i live on my own i'm buying fucking paper plates and plastic forks yeah okay like what's the one thing that i hate i fucking hate doing dishes yeah. i hate laundry i hate laundry too, I do too. but it's like i'm i'm pretty good about doing my laundry like shit might sit in the dryer yeah, but I'll get my fucking laundry done. <laughs> but dishes, hate dishes with a fucking passion. Um, yeah, no, not a dishes guy. So I'll buy paper plates. But like, am I okay? So like, here's the thing. Like, this is what I think about, and this is sometimes why I'm like, I think I probably could have a partner. But it's like, you got to find someone that okay. Like, let's say you don't like the dishes, but your partner doesn't mind it. Yeah. Then you just pick up something that she doesn't like. Yeah. And that would be perfect. It's like, I hate going to the grocery store. Mm -hmm. I loathe it. And I'm like, I just sometimes wish I could like send someone else to do it for me. So, so this is, this is my thing. Right. And I, some people think I'm crazy. Some people think I have ambitions that are impossible to achieve. I, I say, people think I'm delusional. I say you're, you're not thinking big enough. My personal thought process is this. I can I can achieve a level of success to a point where I can pay someone to come in and clean my house. Oh yeah, that's. It, but if, I have a little I apartment. Hate, if I have to pay someone to clean this, there's an issue. I'm just being lazy. If you if you paid somebody once a week to come in, clean your whole, do your laundry, clean your house, do all the like you can't use that many fucking dishes in a week. Like, I have a dishwasher. Yeah, so. There you go. So <laughs> you you already have someone that does your dishes exactly. for you it's like that's my thought process is like i don't need someone to i don't need someone to pick up that's what i'm saying like i would much rather live a life of grind become successful yeah. to the point where i take care of all my own fucking needs and then when a woman comes into my life it's like hey listen i don't operate on the same basis that men in your previous have mm-hmm. i don't need you here yeah I want you here. That's what I say to people. There's a difference. There's a difference on how I'm going to act. I don't need you to help me spend money. I want to spend money. Okay. I don't need you to be here for emotional support because at the end of the day, I can go buy a fucking therapist's time and I can get all the emotional support. Well, you've gotten yourself to this point in life without them. Yeah. So it's like, to me, I, I'm very much like, I have a very high standard at Mm -hmm. this point Mm -hmm. of like, what what wifey looks like for me yeah um and you know she might not actually exist 
that's cool. Uh, that just means I'm going to, I'm going to live a fucking really interesting life because yeah. I'm never going to have to worry about, Hey, can I go do this this weekend? I've been constantly told that like my standards are too high or like no one's perfect. And I get no one's perfect, but like if someone's not meeting like basic criteria, I'm not going to lower my standard. And I think people like roll their eyes. Like when yeah. I say stuff like that and it's like, no, like, I don't know that you're actually like the person person telling me this. I'm, I'm not sure if you're even happy. Yeah. So it's like, why would I do take advice from you? <laughs> yeah. See, so I, so what I've noticed that I run into a lot is uh, the women that are interested in me, I, I'm typically not interested in. And mm-hmm. like me being 27 years old. Why do you old, think that is? Why they're interested in me. And or, you're not interested back. Well, so all right, a lot of women that I appeal to are in you know their late 20s early 30s mid 30s um have you know are getting to a point where they're like oh fuck i gotta find a a life partner right or they're like oh fuck like my first marriage failed um and you know i i want to find someone better me it's like a lot of women that are older than me or my age have not it's either like they haven't taken care of themselves okay or they have a lot of fucking baggage Mm -hmm. or they they are so set in their ways that they can't (laughs) they can't think differently yeah enough to even bring in another person okay Mm -hmm. but they're they're interested in me because i'm attractive and that's okay. a big thing for me is like I hate being sought after do just based off of attraction. Mm-hmm. So for me as a man, because as a man who's getting ready to be 30 years old yeah, and not have any kids, not have any real relationship baggage. Like I don't have a fucking crazy ex who's hitting me up all the time. Never been married. Never been married. I am, according to my mentor, listed in the top 3%. And it's like, I am, you know, the, what are the, the, the six sixes, right? That's what they talk about. (laughs) I am very fucking close to achieving the six sixes. All I need is the financial backing and I'm good. Which How tall are you? I'm six foot. (laughs) And I think I don't need to speak on the rest of that. I I think I've met the criteria on the last six. The only only other six that I need is I need the six figures. And for me, it's like, that's a big one. So you're saying you're a hot commodity, which I do like, I don't know, like, and people like be like, oh, you're 30, have never been married and don't have a kid. How did you get here? And I'm like, oh. Well, men in my position are looking at women that hit 30 that are, oh. they're like, oh, what the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah. I, know. I started what? wondering that. Yeah. Like, no, like, and is it's this not a red that, flag now? It, it is. It, it <laughs> not, I take, like people are like, why are you single? I'm like, how do, you, like, I'm like, how do I answer this? Yeah. <laughs> no. Like, so, well, seriously, though, I would say that it is kind it of It all a began flag. with the daddy issues. Let's start there. <laughs> Yeah, like it does it does kind of and you know i'm not saying i think you're a good person like i'm not saying that you're a bad person or anything like that but it is from a male's yeah. perspective it is very like well oh, that's red flag why is she still single like i have an ex who's a teacher who's in, probably in the same position you're in mm-hmm. and she like she talked to me this she goes dude like, i don't know what the fuck i'm gonna do i'm like hey bro like you'll be all right like you can figure it out like here's the thing but, i don't care yeah, like, and, and <laughs> i will be fine with being single for the rest of my life if i really have to be because i'm happy now you and would probably like, live a fucking really great life without a man in your yeah, life i'm having problems. a great time i was just saying the other day i love my life like, god if you need to be fucking railed out just go on vacation somewhere well, that's the that's there's the always thing. some single dude on vacation that's the looking thing. to hook up with somebody i'm like 
the sex part is like because like you don't I, even need I, a man. I, I have a high uh, realistically they got fucking full body weird fucking I know, no things I, you you can take care of yourself it doesn't you know like that. it doesn't satisfy like that piece for me personally well, there, like not a don't get me wrong soul behind i'm doing it constantly i just like a a heavier body <laughs> and you don't fair, get that with fair, fair the enough. Toys. i guess what i'm saying like, is if you need to get to the point of climax you don't need a man in your life truly but i get what you're me, saying i know there, there there is a a sensation of there's not a soul behind the thing that's helping you get there that lacks the intimacy yeah and that's like the the key piece and then it's like okay so it's like if i don't have a boyfriend then it's just a fuck buddy and then like when it's just a fuck buddy like since i have a high sex drive then i'm gonna want to have sex all the time i've like struggled with this so many times and it's like so if i'm inviting them over all the time then they start to think i'm catching feelings which is not the case and it's like no like i literally just like want to get laid it's like this whole thing it's like a it's a terrible cycle so it's like i just like need someone that like takes the time to understand me which is already like crossing a line there to know that like it's just like for a purpose and i might hit you up a lot and it's not because i'm in love with you yeah see so so with me like i was saying is like i'm i'm heading into 30 Mm-hmm. my stock value is fucking going through the roof right now this is fucked up because you said my stock is down yours is up this is this is why <laughs> because as a man men listen, have it so easy we don't we don't uh, let, so i really i'm really curious and then i need you to really elaborate on this because yeah. i feel very strongly about this saying why do you think men have it easy Okay, from the perspective of aging, yeah, is what I was okay, thinking. okay, all right. Men are just first of all, everyone says like, oh, he like is like fine wine, like he just get keeps getting better with age, and I would agree, like based on your not all men understand picture. that though, and I get that, like there's balding, but I I love a bald man. Which? Yeah, you have a good head of hair. <laughs> Fucking living out here, but I love a bald man, so it's like even like when they like when a guy like losing their hair is like probably like the most insecure they might feel fuck yeah some guys chef's kiss like they just get hotter and it's like women like wrinkles like we're like taught like you should do botox like we're not allowed to age like we're supposed to look like we're 20 our entire lives that's a that's a big society thing though I know, but you just got done telling me that at 30, it's a red flag that I'm no, like, still no, 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 single. No. Yes. Yeah. If you're uh, single at 30, but it raises but eyebrows. But you're a hot commodity now. Because. And it's not a red flag for you. So, all right. And, and this is where I wanted, was hoping that we'd go with this was that. So as a man at 18 years old, you mean nothing to the fucking world. You have to prove to the world that you are a man. Okay. That you are going to be a successful man. How do you do that? You go get educated. You go and acquire financial assets. You like from you, the pressure, like the pressure of society. Well, society. When you're eighteen, when you're eighteen to twenty-five, you have zero value as a man. You might have. You might marry your high school sweetheart. Yeah. You might get married. You might have a couple of kids, but that girl, if if she settled with you that early in life mm-hmm. by the time she's 30 she's gonna be fucking bored <laughs> seriously i know i mean it happens because society tells young men that they shouldn't be with multiple partners that it's wrong to be with multiple partners and, okay and i don't get i don't so i disagree what, with that what, 
Well, hang on. Let me let okay. me keep going here. Okay, so I do disagree with it. It, it does. It does. Women tells like we're not we're supposed to be virgins. Like we're not like guys want us. Like I've never had sex in my whole life, and then it's like well, sexy. you know that 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 idea like, comes take, back take to me, the, please. Well, that idea comes back to the you know do you want do you want a lock that's open by many keys or do you want a lock that's open by one key kind of i thing? want a guy that knows what they're if, doing if a key, spread your if, seed before if, you come to me if one key <laughs> opens a lot of locks that's a good fucking key but if one lock is opened by a lot of keys that's not a very good lock right exactly you have it so easy you're allowed to fuck as much as you want but a lot of men <laughs> you're proving my point again but a lot of men don't get to live that life because they do settle down early so especially in the midwest yeah especially in the midwest which i think that's more of like a our culture thing yes but what i what i'm trying to get at is to become a man and to to find the path that i've gotten myself to and I, i'm still on it i feel like i'm in the middle point of really hitting a level of success because to me to be 35 years old with no kids six figures all my assets are squared away like mm-hmm. i've gotten myself to I'm the fucking king of my kingdom. Mm-hmm. That is when I've hit the peak. One, I think mm-hmm. men, one, um, the male brain I'm doesn't even develop. I'm trying to get there develop. by 35 too, though. See, so but this is the thing. is like a woman matures at 18 years old. A man a man doesn't. I, I think it's 25. Oh, Our front cortex is fully developed. So a male frontal cortex. For, for well, 20, 27 is the male frontal cortex okay. when it fully develops. I think a woman's actually does earlier because i did Google you guys though. are smarter than than like if you look at an 18 year old girl and 18 year old boy oh 18 year old girl's 10 times fucking smarter yes. than 18 year old boy 1, so i that's why i'm saying like the maturity difference that's why that's why a girl who tends to get married earlier like you know like they they tend to find a guy who's more established like a, a girl coming out of college who's mm-hmm. maybe been with not every girl I guess society's changed so yeah but there are those girls that have only been with three or four guys that come out of college and you know mm-hmm. the next guy they get with is going to be their forever guy yeah you know that's what they want so they're going to make sure it happens i saw and, this thing that said like women are smart like we know how to get what we want so it's like even if like you're kind of like settling or yeah. um kind of like changing who you are a bit mm-hmm. It's still getting what you want. It's just because we're smart individuals. So this is this is where I was heading with this was that a 22 year old girl is has more appeal, more attraction and more value than a 22 year old boy. I'm going to call him a boy because his brain hasn't developed yet because at 22 years old as a man. You can't have a six-figure income. You Mm -hmm. can't have highly unlikely, very unlikely, unless it's like family money. And even then, it's it's like, oh, my dad owns the bank account. Mm-hmm. I just borrow from it. Or and I and mean, now and influencers. that. Well, you very very few far <laughs> in between. It's less than one percent of the people mm-hmm. in this world that even do right. that. So, to be twenty two years old and to have a sustainable income of six figures and to be highly sought after in that realm, because finances play a big factor in attractiveness. You know, you can looks can only get you so far. But so when a 22 year old girl is coming out of college, Mm -hmm. what is she attracted to? The 30 year old man Mm -hmm. who has his life together, who is looking for a wife. Mm -hmm. And when a like you would be more you would be more 
The divorces? Yeah. You you would yeah. find a guy who's already been in yeah. a terrible relationship who is looking for a woman who does secure her own shit because that guy's probably the guy who got married mm-hmm. right after high school, mm-hmm. had kids, and his wife fucking doesn't wife want doesn't want him <laughs> yeah. because his, her, the wife's you're, bored, you're right? You're describing my pool right now. So No, I, I know. I know this. I, surprisingly <laughs> enough, I'm very fucking intelligent when it comes to this type of topic because- yeah. Like introspective emotional intelligence, like knowing people. Yeah. So for me, that's what I'm saying for me is I go into 30 with no kids chasing the the 22 year olds that want you at the end of the day. And what's 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 worse is that women your age look at me and they're like, you're sick. You're gross. You you know, you have I literally just admitted that I said I'd still hit it. But I, I, you're, you're different. And, and the majority though, the majority of women that got married early in their twenties to a guy that was their age, they will look at me and tell me that I have a problem or that I, you know, I'm taking advantage of that girl because she doesn't know any better in the world. It's like, no, like I want that girl because one, she's young, she's beautiful. Like, and I'm not saying that Women is that your type, young, younger girls? I don't want to say that I'm like Leonardo DiCaprio, but like I, I, there's something about a girl who's in her early 20s that is just more attractive to me because it, one, she, I can maybe help her understand that, Take hey, listen, we can't fucking drink Tito's every weekend and go get Taco Bell because this is what's going to happen. So it's like, okay. you know, you, you get what I'm saying? Like I, so I guess no, but can, can we break this down a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so I think the appeal to that kind of goes back to like guys ultimately like to take care of a woman. So like yeah. a younger woman, like you would be like she doesn't she she's just graduating college. She doesn't have a career, so she kind of will rely on you a little bit in that aspect, and that makes you feel like a man, just like literally, like from that make me feel like a man. But, but it it does. That's that's the nature of being a man. It is, is yes, that exactly. You want to be. You want it's to be a biological a, thing. Yes. Like I don't think it. It's this is not in a, a, no, a bad know, way at I all. Know. I'm just saying. Like <laughs> I, this. You're good. I know. I I'm a very. I I just I speak my piece. So okay. I also think there's like a little bit of like younger women have had like less partners, and yeah. that's a little like even though like literally a 22 year old could have been railed every weekend Absolutely. in college, but you just. You're gonna know. It's the perception. De- depending on how you fuck, you're gonna know. Okay. Like, well, let's I be guess. honest. If you if you're good at fucking at 22 years old, that means you've been fucking. Like, yeah. If you okay. If yep. you don't know what you're doing, or it's but very, do you like, like that? I, gotta, I don't. I don't <laughs> mind. Listen. I or would don't you rather mind. be like, I want to teach you? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Is like, there are certain aspects in life where I'm like, I do. I would like to teach. Mm-hmm. And like, I will say, like, a girl that I dated uh, my freshman year of college, like I was 23. She she was 19. Okay. And I could tell that she was probably a virgin. Like, I don't want to say she was a virgin, but I don't yeah. think that she mm-hmm. had been with maybe more than one or two dudes okay. ever. Mm-hmm. And I could tell. And but it was like I like it because she doesn't necessarily like she's talking to me about the things that she wants to try. Yeah. That she wants to do. And I'm like, okay, yeah, let's mm-hmm. do those. And here are the things that I like. And these are the things that I would prefer that you do for me. Yeah. And it's like, now we're understanding each other. We're figuring out each other's likes. You can still get that with an older woman though. You can, but this is the thing too, is like, 
there's a psychological thing where I know that this woman's been with fucking like 40 dudes. And I'm like, ah, I, I don't know. Like, I, I just like, don't get me wrong. Like I <laughs> listen, I have slept with porn stars. Okay. I, I have, I've been with women that I know. Fuck. <laughs> like, but at the same but time, I would never assume that someone like just because they're older. I don't know. I'm just like trying to debunk all of this I mean, shit because I'm I don't 30. think you can. I don't think you can. I think <laughs> I have not had listen, sex with 40 people, but, but that's for fucking sure. I don't, I'm not going to I'm not going to get personal with you on like, oh, it's your body count or anything like that, because that's it's your personal well, wouldn't answer it anyways. It's like. I, I would go on record to say it's probably more than 10. And to me, like, I'm cool. I don't want to marry the woman that's been with 10 dudes because there, really? there is there is real, real fucking scientific data that backs this up. 10? That the more partners a that's woman That's your has, max? I don't even know that I would want to be with a, marry, marry a woman. I don't think I'd want to marry a woman that's been with even more than probably five dudes. No, you seriously. have to, you have to marry a twenty two year old. No, because there's a pu- there's a purity that comes with being a the bride. Like people... you know why a bride wears white, right? Yes. Okay. So, but you so... can't tell me that every bride wearing white hasn't fucked their guy that they're walking to. No, that's oh. so, that's oh my I'm not. God. That's not what Hang I'm. On. That's not what Hang I'm saying. On. I'm just Hang saying on. in a general sense. The only people that you will be able to date if five is your limit is someone that's literally like twenty two. Or someone that was married and got married really young and is divorced. I mean, I'm not opposed to that. I'm just saying, you're limiting yourself. I don't think I am. Because do you, I've, ask, I've had, do you ask your partners? No. Like what their body business. count is? It's none of my business. I, I can tell. No. You can tell. You can 100% tell who fucks and who doesn't. Okay, but okay. So uh, you can you can also tell who fucks say, and who doesn't just by kissing somebody. Let's say it's less if than you're five. great at kissing. That means you kissed a lot of fucking people. Okay. Like you, you can you know still this find. Is true. Yeah, yes. Thank you. All right, that's all <laughs> yeah. I need to hear. Yeah, you know it's true. Like, <laughs> thank you. That's, that's all. That's all I needed to hear was that yes, hey, okay. that's fucking true. But at the same time, you could okay. So you could still find someone that has had five or less partners, but they could have fucked those people a lot and that's still fine. be better at fucking. So you don't technically know. I I think. See, I'm not. I'm not opposed to you. I'm not opposed to you being like, like this is my thing. The average man, terrible at sex. The average man. I would I the average can man. confirm this. Average, yeah. <laughs> Listen, guys, I, I'm putting y'all on blast. You don't know how to fuck. There's a reason why a lot of men end up divorced. And there's a reason why I was telling you earlier that just like random hookups, not my thing, because they didn't do the job. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, who the fuck wants to who the fuck wants to spend 15 minutes of their life bored and then when you leave they gotta fucking go handle the job themselves yes. nobody wants that um that is, that oh that is so I'm, annoying i'm aware oh i'm aware listen <laughs> it's but like you just got off and then you didn't even care about like me getting off like that's so see, annoying i'm a pleaser and to me it's like i i'm not opposed to hooking up with a woman that is you know has had multiple partners but I'm I'm not willing to marry that woman. Okay. Because it's like to me. But you it's can like, have your own opinions. Like yeah. that's I'm I just too many people walked in those shoes. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to marry those shoes. I've I fully <laughs> feel the opposite. I would and it's comes well, a little bit. It comes a little bit because like I feel like biologically again too, like men want to spread their seed, like li- yeah. at a biological level. 
So it's like, go spread it as much as you can. And then like when someone's ready to stop doing that, then come find me. And like, I feel like they're a better partner that way too. You do, you do realize though, the majority, like, what is it like 70 or 80% of men haven't even had sex in the last year? I've heard that. Yeah. That's, that's some real shit. Like, I actually know someone that just admitted that to me. Like my old, like. That he hadn't had sex in over a year? I'd yeah, fucking, I'd drive my car I knew that tree. because the last time he had sex was with me, and it's been a year. Damn. If I were him, no offense, bro, because um, I'm sure that you pay attention to this. But, yeah, no, I couldn't. I couldn't live that life. Like, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's how I know. How long that, can you go without sex? Well, I was in basic training. I definitely went Like, before without, it starts to drive you a little bit crazy. Without? Uh, probably a month. Without, okay. without starting to be like, God, I need to fuck. Yeah. Yeah, a month at most. Okay. Maybe maybe by week three, I'm like, but that's the thing is like, I have. And do you have people that you can hit up? Yeah, of course. Okay. But it's like, I have an emotional, you know, I some kind of emotional connection to that individual. It's not like I'm just like, let me get on fucking Tinder, start swiping <laughs> until someone wants to suck my no, dick. I feel no, like, I feel like <laughs> everyone kind of has like that one person thing, like if it's like bad but i've also and they would come also a big thing for me in this last year was that i'm not trying to i'm not i'm not trying to succumb to those urges either like i am trying to resist those things because to me it's like why well because i did that last year and i don't recommend it well i'm actually trying to do the opposite this year ah yeah no that's that's where you end up with somebody pregnant that you don't love but you know to me that's that's my thought process (laughs) no i just i i want to i want to have more control in my life and i want to focus more of my energy into what's going to make me even more valuable right like so if i put more of my energy because listen i will put a lot of energy into females and like i love talking dirty and things like that Mm -hmm. like but here I am texting on my fucking phone or sitting on fucking FaceTime and I just wasted two and a half hours of my life yeah. getting your fucking panties wet. Like that did nothing for me. So to me, it's like, yeah, I'm probably going to be rewarded with fucking 45 minutes of sex in the future. But it's like, well, if I could have spent that two and a half hours reading a fucking Jordan Peterson book and, and elevating my mind rather than elevating my fucking hormones, then I feel like that's a better a better way of using my time. I I get that to a certain extent, like especially because like I feel like people have been like sexting me a little bit here and there, mm-hmm. and it's so distracting. And then yeah. I just get sexually frustrated, and then I'm like I'm like mad. Yeah. And like it's not like as if like I'm not inviting them over to my house to like actually do the the job. <laughs> and so it it has been a little bit distracting to be honest. See. But like at the same time, I I haven't had sex in a while personally for me right now, and it that's a distraction too. It's like I just need a little bit of a release here and there. We all do. Yeah. I mean, like. And last year, I like was the opposite because like one of my friends had a really traumatic birth, and she's like, Abby, make sure when you have a baby that the person you're having with is, is a quality human. So then, naturally, the people that. Well, the person I was like sleeping with, it it just he wasn't it. <laughs> yeah. So I stopped, and then I mean I have had a couple partners here and there. It's less than five. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I. But like I don't know. It's just it made me like sit there and think like 
I am not sure if this is what I, who I want to be doing it with. Yeah. So I thought a couple of times about it, but now I'm just like, it's too distracting to be too sexually frustrated. So I kind of like want to embrace my sexuality and just like so a have lot as of, much sex as I want. A lot of see, and I feel like I've I've accomplished that in my life. Like I feel like I've already, you know, I'm an attractive guy. So mm-hmm. like people, I don't want to say, I guess people, because there's definitely gay dudes that are trying to find out what fucking side of the <laughs> spectrum I fall on. But um. I, you are you know, straight? I'm yes. Okay. I'm straight. I do not like anything other than pussy. Okay. Like, sorry, I know it's very vulgar, but I, yeah, I, I love women. All right, that wraps up part one of my interview with the Ezekiel Ryan. I appreciate everyone that has made it this far. I know part one was kind of lengthy. Uh, <laughs> Ezekiel and I talked for literally three hours and. I didn't really find like too many things that I wanted to pull out. So um, I figured, you know, I would just give you all the content. So tune in next week for part two with Ezekiel. Uh, Just a little bit of a preview. Uh, We talk about OnlyFans. So (laughs) if you're interested in hearing what we have to say about it and who might be doing it, uh, come back next week. Uh, definitely follow the Oat Pod on Instagram and follow me at Abby McCarville. Oh.